0: Welcome to the New Testament Daily with Jerry Dearman, where Jerry reads a chapter from the New Testament and gives us key insights and life applications along the way. For more information about the Solid Life Journal and reading plans, visit solidlives.com. And now, let's get into today's reading. Okay,
1: here we go. Acts chapter 6, the early church of Jerusalem is exploding, uh, but in Acts chapter 5, the 12 apostles were beaten. But they walked away from the persecution rejoicing that they were counted worthy to suffer shame for the name of Jesus. So it says here in Acts chapter 6 now. Now in those days when the number of the disciples was multiplying. Notice, in those days when the number of the disciples was multiplying. Not just added up until this point it was saying They were being added. Now, when the number of the disciples was multiplying, there arose a complaint against the Hebrews by the Hellenists because their widows were neglected in the daily distribution. Notice it doesn't say because they said their widows were neglected. It says because their widows were neglected. So, in other words, there was some distribution that was going on, likely from the church, from the body of Christ, the the believing Jews. Uh, Under the apostles, because it's been telling us that people in the early church were selling the extra homes and lands that they had and bringing the proceeds to the apostles' feet, and the apostles were distributing to the people as they had needs. See, well, notice here that widows were receiving some allotment in uh, what it says here is the daily distribution daily, verse one says at the end. Well, The Hellenists were complaining against the Hebrews. Now, what does that mean? Well, they're all Jewish people at this point, by and large, from what we can tell. They're all Jewish people because the Gentiles aren't open up to, really, until we get to the 10th chapter of Acts. So, uh, the Hellenists. Now, what are Hellenists and what are Hebrews? The Hebrews are the Jewish people that speak Hebrew. And uh, likely, many of them spoke Aramaic. As well, but they were the Hebrews. But the Hellenists were the Greek-speaking Jews. So they're Jews, but they're Greek-speaking. So this is really a cultural battle, what we would call today racism in a general way. But this is this is these two groups of people. They're all Jews, but they're different cultures. They they have a different. Uh, Different set of people, different language that divides them. Just like we here in this country, we have many Americans in America, but whose first language is Spanish. And we would see them maybe as a different culture, but we're, we're all Americans, see? And so in the same way, they're all Jewish people. But, but for whatever reason, these Hellenists, these Greek-speaking Jewish widows, were being neglected. Why? Folks, this is really what we'd call today racism. This is us, uh, them. Uh, this is them overlooking or intentionally not treating those widows the same as the, as the Hebrew uh, widows, the Hebrew-speaking widows. So they were being neglected in the daily distribution, and the Hellenists began to flag this and to say, this is not right. There began to be something of a protest. Okay, verse 2, then the 12 summoned the multitude of the disciples and said, it is not desirable that we should leave the word of God and serve tables. So in other words, the 12 saw that this was happening, that this was becoming uh, something that was catching people's attention, this protest, this this outcry, so to speak. And the the 12 apostles knew, hey, we got to change this. We got to do this. However, (laughs) we can't do everything in the church. See, so they, they summoned the multitude of the disciples and said, it is not desirable that we, 12 apostles, should leave the word of God and our ministry, our assignment, and serve tables. They're not saying the table shouldn't be served. They're not saying the Greek-speaking Jewish widows shouldn't have daily distribution. They're just saying that we shouldn't be the ones that are doing that ministry. It is not desirable that we should leave the word of God and serve tables. Verse 3, therefore, brethren, seek out from among you, watch this, seek out from among you, talking about believers, seven men of good reputation, full of the Holy Spirit, see, not just saved, but full of the Holy Spirit, and wisdom, whom we may appoint over this business. So the 12 are saying to the multitude, you seek out, you vet, and get seven people, get seven men of good reputation, number one, full of the Holy Spirit, number two, and full of wisdom, number three. But they said, you vet them and you seek them out, whom we, 12 apostles, may appoint over this business. You find them, we'll appoint them. Now, why is that? Here's why. Because we can't underestimate, just because everybody's born again and saved and even filled with the Spirit, we can't underestimate that there's something of an authority that has come from Jesus laying his hands on these 12 apostles. And so these 12 apostles are assigned to then lay hands on others to be leaders in the church. There's a whole doctrine. In fact, Hebrews chapter 6 says, and laying aside the elementary doctrine and lists some basic doctrines and says the doctrine of the laying on of hands. Paul said to Timothy, stir up the gift of God that is in you that was given to you by prophecy with the laying on of the hands of the elders. And he also said uh, in the other letter to Timothy, he said, do not neglect the gift which was given you that was given to you by prophecy, and the laying on of my hands. So in one, he said, the elders laid hands on you. In the other, Paul said, I laid hands on you, and there's a gift that was imparted when I laid hands on you. There's something about the laying on of hands. There's something about the transfer of authority. And so the apostles said here, listen, you guys, you disciples, you believers here, you church, seek out the right seven people, and we will lay hands on them and, and appoint them to this ministry. Now watch this. But we, 12, will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the Word. Notice, to two things, prayer and the ministry of the Word. Why did they choose those two? Because these apostles were taught by Jesus that these are the two legs on which the church runs, prayer and the ministry of the Word. Now, there are a lot of other important things that go on in in the church ministry and such. But these 12 said, but we have to stay on our assignment of prayer and the ministry of the word. And verse 5, and the saying pleased the whole multitude, and they chose Stephen, a man full of faith. These are the seven. And and of the Holy Spirit. They chose Stephen, a man full of faith in the Holy Spirit, and Philip, and Prochorus, Nicanor, uh, Timon, or Timon, Parmenas and Nicholas, a proselyte from Antioch, whom they set before the apostles, watch this, whom they set before the apostles, and when they, the apostles, Prayed, they laid hands on them. Then the word of God spread, and the number of the disciples multiplied greatly in Jerusalem. So it starts off the chapter saying, When the number of the disciples were multiplying, but once these apostles laid hands on these seven and anointed them and appointed them for this ministry, then the word of God spread, and the number of the disciples multiplied greatly in Jerusalem, and a great many of the priests were obedient to the faith. So the priests who were really holdouts, right, among all those Jewish people who were not admitting that Jesus was the Messiah and the Savior that they were waiting for. Oh, now a, a great many of the Jewish priests were obedient to the faith and became saved, or what we would call today Messianic believers, Messianic Jews. Verse 8, and Stephen, oh, this was the number one mentioned of the seven, and Stephen, full of faith and power, did great wonders and signs among the people. Wait a minute. He's being appointed to serve tables. (laughs) Doesn't make any difference. He's full of the Holy Spirit. So he's doing signs among the people. Then there arose some from which is called the synagogue of the freedmen, Cyrenians, Alexandrians and those from Cilicia and Asia, disputing with Stephen and they were not able to resist the wisdom and the spirit by which he spoke. (laughs) This table server was full of the Holy Spirit and these that were from the synagogue of the freedmen, these are supposed to be Uh, leaders, these are supposed to be people that are eloquent and knowledgeable, but they could not resist the wisdom and the spirit by which Stephen spoke. Verse 11, then they secretly induced men to say, we have heard him speak blasphemous things. You know what this is? Fake news. This is exactly what this is. This is fake news that was happening back in this day. They were getting people to fabricate stories, about Stephen. That's how that's how they couldn't deal with him. So you make up stuff, right? And so then they secretly induced men to say, we have heard him speak blasphemous words against Moses and God. And they stirred up the people, the elders and the scribes, and they came upon him, seized him, and brought him to the council. They also set up false witnesses. Here's more fake news. False witnesses who said, This man does not cease to speak blasphemous words against this holy place and the law, for we have heard him say that this Jesus of Nazareth will destroy this place and change the customs which Moses delivered to us. And all who sat in the council, looking steadfastly at him, saw his face as the face of an angel. The glory of God was so much on Stephen because he was full of the Holy Spirit as they were looking on him. They were seeing there's something about this guy. They they could see evidently, they could evidently see something visibly that was about him on his face, like the face of an angel. Well, the next chapter is a lengthy chapter, but an important one because Stephen's going to stand up and he's going to minister, but they're going to end up martyring him. And let me tell you what a hero he is. Oh, what a hero this table server is who was full of the Holy Spirit was. And uh, because of his death, the gospel ends up being spread in Acts chapter 8. We'll see it spread through a a much larger region. And eventually the Gentiles received it as well. So it's a short little chapter of Acts chapter 6, but let me tell you an important one. And all of us who are called to ministry in terms of, you know, fivefold ministry, We have to acknowledge what the apostle said. We must give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word. Part of the reason why I'm doing what I'm doing with these daily readings and talking through this, the ministry of the word of God. This is part of this, but also let's not forget prayer. Well, praise God, I've enjoyed this today and I
0: look forward to tomorrow. Another important chapter, Acts chapter seven.